International Correspondence on News Talk ZB. Hi, Murray Olds, Australian correspondent with us now. Hi, Muzz. I thought Scott Morrison got a few things wrong. Boy, oh boy, that guy takes the case. I know, doesn't he just? Hey, so what's going on with the proposed changes to super? Are they going to get any of this across the line? Well, it does depend uh, if they can, because they do need the upper house. They need the Greens on side. In the lower house, is not a problem. They've got the numbers. But basically, uh, Australia has a pile of superannuation totaling $3.3 trillion. Paul Keating legislated back in 1992 that all Australian workers, men and women, should have compulsory superannuation savings to provide for a comfortable retirement. Now, in the September quarter last year, I said $3.3 trillion. And, you know, it's obviously very attractive to put money into super as you're working because it does attract significant tax concessions. concessions. And that's where the government's coming in. Last election, they said, oh, you know, we're not going to be making any major changes to super. Now they're saying all we want to do is legislate super to make sure it exists for the purposes for which it was set up. That is to provide for retirement income, retirement savings. Well, the opposition has seized on this saying, oh, you're breaking a promise. Basically, what Labor wants to do, it seems to me at this point, it's going to be spelled out between now and the budget, but uh, I'll just give you a couple of quick stats and where are they here? Um, the average super balance in Australia is $150,000, right? 150k men and women. That's the yeah. average, the median. Uh, the latest figures that I saw today, there are 32 people or uh, accounts, I should say, with more than $100 million in them and 11,000 accounts with more than $5 million in them. Labor yeah. is saying, basically, these people have got their money uh, their savings, it's basically estate management. Uh, it serves no other purpose other than to accumulate wealth in a tax-advantageous environment. Now, Labor is a tax-and-spent government. We know that. Always <laughs> has been, always will be. So this is a stash that's ongoing. It's not going away in a hurry, I promise you. How are you guys reacting to the fact that Qantas has come back in a big way? Well, look, Australians do like flying their national carrier. There's no doubt about that. Even though, you know, they lost bags and cancelled flights and sacked staff, but the Qantas is certainly, um, it's, it's back in the black big time, a half-year profit of $1.43 billion. And as Alan Joyce, their Qantas boss, says, a remarkable turnaround for an airline that lost $7 billion over the last three years of COVID. Joyce says COVID really smacked the airline around, had to basically restructure the business in brackets, sack plenty of staff, closed brackets. But as the world heathers and burn from COVID, you know, we're travelling again, uh, and Qantas is well-positioned to capitalise on that. There are profits right across the board domestic services, international travel as well, but no relief in sight from sky-high airfares. Fares are really, really high. People are belly aching. There's going to be no return, though, says Ellen Joyce, to those low fares we saw in 2019. Muzz, give me the yarn. How did this happen? So a guy's out walking his dog and then a croc gets him. Uh, look, he was a tourist. This is a 37-year-old fellow. I'm not sure exactly where he is from, but he certainly wasn't from Crooktown, which is in far north Queensland. He was up there on holidays with his little dog. He was... Uh, walking his dog about, you know, early last evening. Uh, he was near a boat ramp at Bloomfield. I've never been to Bloomfield, but I've seen a picture of the boat ramp. Very nice. But the, the, the level of the river right there is pretty high. It's been, it's been raining up there. So he's down at the edge of the boat ramp with his little dog having a drink. And this croc comes charging up, and they're very fast crocodiles. Yeah. It comes charging up the ramp, bypasses the little snack of a dog, <gasps> That wouldn't have even been uh, like an entree and has gone straight for the fellow who's got the dog on a lead. Luckily, the guy was able to get his leg out of the crocodile's mouth. Not sure how, 
Uh, anyway, he was able to flag down a passing Aboriginal ranger. She was able to provide first aid and she called in the rescue team. He was flown to hospital. He's doing uh, pretty well, apparently, and so is his little dog. Oh, I'm pleased to hear that. I was wondering how that was going to end. Muzz, thank you for that. Murray Olds, Australia correspondent. We'll have a chat to you again next week.